welcome to your brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown. I am podcasting from Alabama. I'm not sure how loud it is outside, but I'm hearing the sound of a weed eater or a leaf blower or something. (laughs) The weather is finally back to just above freezing, so people are getting their yard work done. And I did sleep a little late. It is, um, it's a Wednesday morning, so I do have some stuff to do. I have some training to attend, online training. And besides that, I have a practical exam coming up to um, prove my worth to the 360 program at the club. And I will probably do that on Monday. However, I picked Monday just on a whim And then I just wrote to my boss because I realized, like, by Monday, she will have already made January's schedule, most likely. So, I don't know if I just sort of cut myself out of January teaching 360 or what did I do by putting it off. I don't don't mean putting it off, but it's not like I live in the city that I work. And I'm still getting used to that. It's a bit crazy, right? Like, it's as if I had taken a job in Atlanta. (laughs) And there's just as many restaurants, I think. (laughs) I could probably go somewhere different for lunch, like, every day once I start working. Um, Hopefully, I'll get more full-time, not full-time, but more hours. I don't really see it turning into full-time, but you never know. It could, too, though. Um, Anyway, I just have a lot to do. Um, The online training, the practical exam... And yesterday they had a, like a goodbye ceremony, which was just lattes, cookies, and them giving me a gift um, at the Jacksonville Community Center. So that was emotional. I was like, I don't want to cry. So (laughs) held it in. I didn't cry. I'm going to miss teaching there. Of course, technically, like technically speaking on legalities, they can't stop me from working other jobs because I mean, Alabama is a little different. I know this company I work for wasn't really founded in Alabama. So I'm just sort of doing the non-comp as the honor system because um, I think it's going to be streamlined for me to just be able to have one place that I'm working. Then I had someone else (laughs) yesterday who wrote to me, and they're trying to get me to be a personal trainer and synergy instructor at their gym, which is inside of a um, hospital. And I'm like, whoa, like, whoa, Nellie. <laughs> it wasn't somebody named Nellie, by the way. <laughs> uh, it's like, hold up. I just started this other job, and I have to be exclusive. But what I was thinking, and I didn't type, was like, hmm, like, how much are we talking? Then I'm like, one thing at a time, Julie. Just don't ask how much we're going to get paid if we switch over to the hospital. Don't ask. Um, Just see how things pan out first. Like, don't jump ship during your training. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) I'm going to complete my training and then keep my options open if something better does come along. I mean, welcome to America, the land of capitalists. So, Hopefully, I don't jump ship. Hopefully, this job is everything that I'm thinking it will be. Um, 
However, I've talked before about big box. Like, there's a lot of workers, right? And there's a lot of clients. And it's a lot of uh, hustle and bustle. A lot of go. Um, they're open long hours. So, there's potential for me to have clients late at night, even. So, we'll see. Like, we'll see how the personal training thing goes there. From what I am seeing, the personal trainers there are staying busy, which is a good sign. Like, much busier than the last place I was doing personal training. I actually did best when I did it on my own, which is why I continuously would post, like, no clients, not taking clients. Because it's better for me to initiate it um, and be very selective especially having been through everything I've been through. I don't accept random clients from someone who saw a social media. It's bad enough that people kind of see my social media and they kind of build up and think I'm some kind of, I don't know, don't think I'm some kind of wonderful thing <laughs> based on what you've seen online because, I mean, I'm a great trainer, but that doesn't mean that I'm... Um, prepared to hold space anymore in in the internet aspect of, you know, the social media aspect of career-wise. Because now that I've closed my business, as asinine as it may sound, I feel a little bit more, like, comfortable with um, removing, blocking, letting go on the lists and... Um, I used to think I have to get back to messages and stuff. I don't know why that, um, I should have taken a, a note from my teachers that I could not reach because they're unreachable. And you wonder why, you wonder why your fitness teachers are unreachable. Just go online and be a fitness business. <laughs> Just try it. With a woman's picture, if you're a man. And then see how long does it take before you're pissed off. <laughs> that is why that I would constantly offer up free yoga and meditation for business owner women. Because I say it all the time. Business owner women online do not get the respect that they deserve. So um, I'm ready to let all that go and put it behind me. Um, And not because, I mean, it's not because things were going poorly. I'm just ready to take this extra burden off myself instead of sitting for days and trying to figure out how much money I would need to have a brick and mortar and then have a plan of action for employing people there. It's just too much stress for me at this chapter. Um, Maybe in a different chapter, I'm going to see things differently But right now, I just don't want stress. I want to be able to leave work at work. And then when I come home, I'm not still doing work and editing my website and all these things. So I'm just doing what I need to do for me. And if that means that I delete everything that's under the sun on my phone, (laughs) except for mandatory work apps, then so be it. And it's so funny because I had just said on here, like, I'm going to rip it off like a Band-Aid, referring to social media, getting on my nerves. Um, and then right after that, I read my, my training manual last step was like, create social media content. So 
I guess it is kind of part of being a trainer. I do want to make some Instagram reels of drills, like running speed drills. I've got the cones for it, so I don't know. Maybe I'll practice first. Um, it's a little bit, it's been a little bit too cold for me to lay my cones out in the driveway and demonstrate speed drills because, burr, it's, it's been between 10, 15, 20 degrees sometimes, and I don't have central heat and air in my house. So the inside of my house has been the past week <laughs> averaging between like 50 and 55 degrees inside of my house. Whilst outside, I mean, I'm lucky to have a home. It's like 10 and 15 degrees outside. Sometimes it would be up to 18 <laughs> degrees. I don't know what all this translates to Celsius. I will say I'm glad it's above freezing today. There were supposed to be snow flurries. I never saw them. Anyway, so here I am, um, just ready to take on my day. And I am going to get to work early and try to make sure that there's nothing else I need to do. Maybe even I could um, watch some more videos. I think that I had some more videos I'm supposed to watch for work. Um, as boring as that sounds, I want to make sure I've got all the tutorials under my belt before I start personal training. And today we're going to talk more about personal training sessions. And yesterday we were talking about overcoming objectives because a lot of people want to work out. But then as soon as you sit down and start talking about it, like a mountain of excuses will come up, even though they have all the reason in the world to just go ahead and get started. The guy hosting the meeting kept saying, like, let's go ahead and do it. Let's pull the trigger. I don't really like saying, like, pull the trigger. <laughs> um, there's got to be another way to say that because there's just too much. Um, there's too much stigma behind the words, like, pull the trigger lately. So, I don't think that, I mean, that works for him. So, uh, I'll just say, let's go ahead and get going. I don't really want to say, let's pull the trigger. That's... I don't know. There's too much uh, violence in the world to actually use that phrase anymore, I think. But maybe I'm just being like overly sensitive. But you never know if the person that you've just started talking to for the first time has actually been involved in a traumatic and violent situation. So I'm not going to say, here, just sign here. We'll just pull the trigger. <laughs> because if they had been in a like active shooter situation... Imagine how they're going to feel if I stick a pen down in front of them and say like, okay, just sign here and pull the trigger. <laughs> That's not going to sound good. So um, that definitely worked for him. I just don't know. I got to find what works out for me as far as getting clients in on starting their sessions. So that's the, uh, that's the big difference is I wasn't selling big packages as a personal trainer, but it's important that we do that because I think what a lot of people don't understand about personal training, it's not like getting your haircut or a massage where you just do one or two things. This is supposed to be a, not forever, but a long-term continuing education program for personal trainer to client because technically 
I mean, the personal trainer can't make you do anything. I can't make someone do something. However, I can give someone the knowledge and keep working with them and make sure that they understand why that I'm going to have them do what they do so that when they move forward and get on their workouts without me in the future, they will understand like, hey, this is why this is structured this way. This is why we're going to do that. So a lot of times clients give up within the first one to four weeks. Actually, 90% of the time they give up after like one or two sessions that's not enough time to make a developmental change. And that's really not enough time for me to see how they're working out. So one month, this is something we talked about in our meeting. One month, two months, this is not enough time to make a change. So at the club that he works at, they've even done away with a three-month package. There is no three-month package. You don't hire a personal trainer for three months because what's the point? It's kind of like when someone does one or two sessions, like what is the point when I can't teach you what I need to teach you? I mean, I'm not asking for a lot of time. And quite frequently, people are spending six, seven, eight hours a day on their phone and telling everybody else that they don't have time to work out. That's incorrect. (laughs) Or they're staying up all night when they could just go to bed early and get up and get their workout on. Um, But to make sure that they get past the contemplation and start taking action, that's my job, like to help them take action, to help them want to take action. So every little choice I make from my words, um, the way that I give myself as an example, the presentation of the packages, and, you know, just the focus on the goals to me is the number one thing. I've done this so much before in the past, and I'm just sort of coming back to it in a different way because I worked at Gold's in the 90s, Gold's Gym, and I had a very difficult employer. I will say he, I will say he was, like, tricky at teaching. Like, he would play tricks on you to teach you. <laughs> uh, like, he would pretend to be one person, but he was really this other person. That's very... Um, that's very like brief way of describing someone who was very complex. Um, actually, someone came up on social media and when I said I worked there, he said, how could you have worked? Something like, I don't know how you worked for him. Well, <clears throat> I didn't reply. However, I did hold, even before I got into yoga, I did hold a compassionate space for someone that I knew was a widower. Um And when someone loses their spouse in an accident, like suddenly, and they have children, you never know what that has done to their brain, like for the rest of their lives. Like that's traumatic. So even before I learned about what trauma can do to the brain, I was holding compassionate space for that boss because I knew that he was a widower and he did lose his wife in an accident and he did have to raise up his babies like by himself. Um, as, as young as he was, he did it. He did all the things, um, and proved that a man can raise children. So I actually looked up to him a lot because he would question things that like he knew I knew, but I couldn't articulate just to point out to me that just because I knew how to work out in my twenties, early twenties, 
I didn't necessarily know how to explain why I was doing what I was doing. And that was frustrating for me at that age um, to kind of have my eyes opened to that. Because, you know, somebody who's like 20, they know everything. <laughs> Do we have any 20 or, 20 or 21 year olds listening? I know you know everything, right? There's nothing left to learn. You're done. <laughs> she says sarcastically. Um, anyway, I've only got an hour left now before my class. So I'm going to have to wrap this up. Um, because I want to be fully prepared. So anyway, this episode is just to say, hey, I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm still happy. I'm still happy. I'm I'm not always great, but I'm working on it really hard. I've got a lot going on, a lot of commute time happening. So I wasn't sure when I would get another episode in. And like I said, it's December 28th. So this might even be the last one for the year, depending on what happens. I've given a lot of minutes to you all to listen to, and I'm hopeful, ever so hopeful, that 2023, that I can bring more substance, because to me, as I poke around random podcasts, as a listener, there's nothing worse than just finding something that's not only repetitive, it's just, there's no substance to it, there's no gut feelings behind it, uh, And quite often, not any kind of continuing, like there'll just be one episode because there's no commitment on Anchor, which I love the app. There's no commitment. You can just make an episode and give up. And there's like a billion of those. So my goal since I started it was to follow along the yoga certification, to follow along having my own fitness business and see what happens. Now, Here we are wrapping up the year. I'm closing my personal business because the fitness business didn't quite, um, I wasn't right in the demographic of, um, enough people. Like there was a lot of great people. However, you need a heavy demographic to support like financially. So I'm closing the business. I'm going to still teach art classes of some sort, um, But I'm just closing my business. I'm just putting that all behind me. And I want to move forward into the next year, like fully aware of what I need instead of worrying about everybody else all the time. Um, And I want to give the best of myself to this podcast. I've had a lot of people ignore my request for being a guest. Um, I've had a really hard time getting guests on this podcast podcast and I think it's just that either people are busy or they're closed off um yeah I should just leave it at that because there's a lot of other things that I want to say and um I like how people are like selectively um choosing of what they support you know (laughs) and by that I mean Like someone will send me a message about one thing and then everything that they post and say contradicts the one thing they say. Um, It's really interesting. Like it's interesting to see how people like the biggest lie that we tell are the ones that we tell ourselves. Like looking straight in the mirror. Can you look in the mirror and look at yourself and say, hey, I've been honest with myself. 
um, actually I'm reading this book and that's one of the things that they said in the body keeps the score. I just kept coming back to that, that line in the book. The biggest lies are the lies that we tell ourselves. (laughs) And, um, I think that's the thing is that I tend to encounter, I tend to encounter a lot of people who enjoy lying to themselves a lot. And I don't know, like, um, I'm feeling very disconnected in this world because I'm not seeing a lot of compassion. Um, when I use social media, like all the stuff I just said, that all surrounds the why I want to get rid of social media. Um, there are great people, by the way, I mean, let me start off by saying there are great people, but it all is going back to when we had that uh, video game server. It's all the same things it's happening in different ways, um, like history repeating, <laughs> Like the propeller head song. It's all just history repeating. Um, People just want to be disrespectful all the time. So, at the beginning of my 200-hour yoga training, one of the girls asked, what was the biggest takeaway from someone? There was a woman in there who had finished the 200-hour training. What was your biggest takeaway? And she said, "Uh, boundaries, learning Learning how to establish boundaries and set up boundaries for yourself and just don't take shit off anyone, basically. Um, realizing that other people's stuff is not your stuff. That's not your problem. Um, and being able to move forward away from that, no matter how closely entangled those situations may be to your life. Now, that's not what she said verbatim, but that's pretty much the biggest takeaway was boundaries. Setting boundaries. And so with that being said, I'm going to end this now. (laughs) I'm setting a boundary, (laughs) but I'll be back. I'm not quitting. Um, You know, why, why quit now? We've finally built momentum. I've been doing this since 2019. So (laughs) why quit now? We've got momentum going. I've got a listening audience and I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I love listening to fun podcasts when I'm doing the dishes or when I'm traveling, especially now that I've got this long commute, bring on the podcasts. If you have any suggestions for, you know, something fun and lighthearted, that's every bit of me. So I like a fun, light, lighthearted conversation. Um, and that's the kind of podcast that I like to listen to. Um, the Mindful Psychology podcast is a good one. And she also talks about setting boundaries, establishing boundaries, guarding your energy. And she's a yogi from, I think she's from England living in Barbados, but don't quote me on that. But it's the Mindful Psychology podcast. She talks a lot about yoga and the psychology behind, you know, being healthy and all that sort of thing. All right. So have a great day. Be happy, be healed, be free. Um, hopefully 2023, I'm bringing you more substance, more episodes with knowledge, not just this podcast being something to follow my journey. However, I want it to be something to educate you and give you tools to get through your day because we're all dealing with something. Be happy, be healed, be free, and let's come together to spread peace and healing throughout all of life. Namaste. Namaste.